Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast, hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan World Naturals Bikini Pro, coach, author, and blogger, who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the 38th episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. I realize I just changed voices a few like times. Dracula to friggin' Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> anyway, just trying to spice it up, Siri. You know, Spicy. I, I get sick of doing the same voice every time. Which, by the way, one of my clients who listens to the podcast said that I sound very Canadian. I feel like we get that a lot. A few of our clients have commented how much they enjoy our Canadian accent. I didn't know Canadians really had an accent. I mean, I know the jokey accent, but unless we're saying a boot. Which I feel like we don't say that. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. I'd be interested to know what this Canadian accent sounds like. Yeah, I don't know. But nevertheless, welcome everybody. And I am your host, Sam Shorky, alongside my always wise little big sister, Sarah Shorky. Hello. The wise part you threw in there. It's a lot better than old and regular, which is what you usually refer to me as. Well, you are older, and when would I ever say regular? Wasn't that on the last episode? I seem to remember you referred to me as old and regular. Do we have that clip? I think I said a few episodes back that you represented the average women out there. Ah, yes, much better. Average. Yeah, well, better than regular. But you did get a good one on me, Sarah, at Ottawa Veg Fest. It was kind of funny. Sarah and I were both working the Jacked on the Beanstalk booth, and several people referred to both of us as athletes and saying, oh, well, I mean, look at them. They're clearly athletes. Ah, uh, yes, that was sweet. And every time I would kind of get a little defensive and say, well, I am a bodybuilder, a champion bikini competitor, yes. But even that I don't really consider an athlete. Aesthetics athlete is the more appropriate term I choose to use. But yeah, I basically told everybody who called us both athletes that you have never picked up a pair of dumbbells in your life, to which you reveled in response with, clearly you've been wasting your time. (laughs) Nevertheless, how was manning the jacked on the beanstalk booth all weekend long for you, Sarah? Uh, Well, I think my right arm is pretty jacked from scooping out all that granola. Yes, that is true. We now have a new product, Jacked on the Beanstalk Savory Vegetable Granola that I'm really excited about. And it will be available on my website so very soon for anyone who wants to try it. So stay tuned for that. It's been a big hit at the expos that I have launched it at. So I'm feeling really good about it. Definitely something I'll be recommending to all my clients. And I got to say, I literally lost my voice 
voice from giving presentations on both days this past weekend and harassing everyone to buy the granola. Nevertheless, it was an awesome time and I was really stoked to have some of my favorite fitness vegans travel to Ottawa to partake in the festivities. And even better, I had my good friend Anne-Marie Campbell of Meat Free Athlete do a little podcast interview while she was visiting. So much like last week's interview with fellow vegan coach and fitness model Kelly Schlegel, Anne-Marie's interview was very unplanned and totally random, but sometimes those make for the best interviews of all. So what was especially cool about this conversation with Anne-Marie was that I didn't just want to ask her the usual vegan athlete questions like, what do you eat? How do you train? But rather, I wanted to ask her about her experience in starting a successful online vegan business and really delve into some juicy topics that people don't typically ask her. We even talk about Anne-Marie's sexuality. It's a juicy one. And Anne-Marie, of course, is so awesome. She's such an open book. I'd also like to share that I am totally jealous and in shock of how much food Anne-Marie can throw down. Literally, after the interview, we went to one of my favorite vegan spots, and this girl literally ordered three full-sized entrees, all with some kind of vegan protein in them. What? Yeah, literally a giant plate of vegetable fried rice with vegan chicken and two other giant, like a tofu veggie stir fry. Wow, she looks like she's about 100 pounds. Where does it all go? Yeah, I know. I honestly could not believe it. Yeah, I'm impressed. I'm just really jealous and resentful. (laughs) For real. How do you do it, Anne-Marie? I should have asked her that. Anyway, nothing but love for Anne-Marie Campbell. And for anyone who does not know of her or Meat Free Athlete, she has been a pioneer in the vegan fitness movement since I've been involved in the scenes. We've actually partnered on a few things over the years, and it's been really cool to watch her expand her own online vegan business into not just the Meat Free Athlete platform, but also her other online business, which is called Shirt Athlete activism and they make all kinds of awesome vegan message inspiring tees and tanks and hoodies and she was even kind enough to offer us all a JOTB listener discount code so if anybody wants to go check out shirtactivism.com you can get in on the action the code will be jacked15 really good deal and she's got awesome shirts so check them out I'm just wondering, does that include those of us who aren't actually athletes, but just look like athletes? Shut up, Sam. And the answer is yes, anyone can wear them. And she actually started shirt activism because she didn't want to just make her gear exclusive to vegan athletes. So you're good either way. way. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, let's get on to the interview already, shall we, Sari? We shall. But I just remembered one other topic of interest. I tried this hardcore vegan teeth whitening kit that I was really impressed with. And I thought, 
that our listeners might dig this too. It is called Smile Vegan Style, and their website is exactly that, smileveganstyle.com. And they offered me this teeth whitening kit for my review, and I guess I was just expecting like a hippie vegan version of Crest White Strips or something, but this thing was legit. It had the full-on LED lightning tray that goes into your mouth for 30 minutes and like a little paintbrush with the whitening gel and it even came with a very nice charcoal toothpaste that you brush your teeth with first and I don't know if you've ever used or anyone listening has ever used a charcoal toothpaste but it didn't actually taste or feel like regular activated charcoal nor did it get all over my sink or stain my entire bathroom (laughs) countertop like a tub of activated charcoal powder. It was this awesome toothpaste that I was like, can I buy this to use all the time? Anyways, I gotta say, my teeth were looking pretty damn white and sparkly afterward. And I especially enjoyed that the Smile Vegan Style Whitening Gel did not irritate my sensitive teeth and gums like the other ones I've tried in the past have. So if anyone is wanting to test this kit out, you can get it for 35 bucks if you use the code Sam Shorky, smileveganstyle.com. The kit is regularly $299. Wow. Yes. And I really do recommend it. I definitely noticed a difference. I love that they're vegan. It was a hardcore kit and love the toothpaste that came with it. And it's all yours for 35 bucks with the code Sam Shorky. And of course, I will include all that info in the show notes for this episode. And if you are a vegan hippie and drink copious amounts of coffee like I do, you will no doubt enjoy this too. Now then, let us get on to the interview already with Anne-Marie Campbell of Meat Free Athlete. Enjoy. Welcome Anne-Marie Campbell, or AMC as the cool kids like me call her, to the podcast. Welcome. Thanks for having me. You're like totally an original OG, but I feel like we both go back a few years. Oh yeah, we go way back. Yeah, so why don't you actually talk about first what Meat Free Athlete is, then how you found me, because you reached out to me one day. So Yeah, well Meat Free Athlete is now, as of this summer, six years old, so been around for a while. I went vegan about seven years ago. I felt really good about it. Like I went vegan, I felt really good with my training because I train in Taekwondo and I play hockey. And you know, I didn't know what was gonna happen with my performance and things like that because I didn't even think about it because I went vegan for the animals. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't even a thought about, oh, is this gonna affect my performance? But it actually made me perform better. Like I had better energy, I felt really good. And so I wanted to share that with people. And so I wanted to share it in a way that was authentic to me. And I'm an athlete, so there's Meat Free Athlete. And I just want to share my story and- I'm surprised. Why is that name wasn't taken? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was sitting there looking for domains and it was like everything like vegan athlete this, vegan athlete, you know, mm-hmm. trying. And then I just thought, oh, meat for health. And I just looked it up and it was there. I was like, shit, buy it, you know, yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah. I love asking other vegan entrepreneurs because mm-hmm. back in the day when I created Jacked on the Beanstalk, I went and bought a whole ton of domains <laughs> and I have really good SEO, which is search engine optimization. And that has made me do really well yeah. with Google and websites. Like you probably get a ton of emails from companies wanting to do sponsored oh guest goodness. posts yeah. all the time. And all that time. is because we kill it at yeah. the <laughs> SEO game oh, and yeah. the domain game. So did you buy a bunch of domains oh too? Or? Yeah, Sam, <laughs> I'm a domain hoarder. Oh, I have so many of them and I still do it. Like I still, I'll get like, oh, wow. I spark an idea. I'm like, I search it up and then buy that. Buy that. Like, I have so many domains. 
things. And, and I have do you so have them things. all forwarding to meet free athletes? Yeah, most of them, yeah. Yeah, And then too. some of them are like ideas that I have that I'm going to work on in the future. Yeah. So they're kind of like these little brainchilds. Now, when you have all of these ideas, because mm-hmm. I'm the same way, I feel like I'm full of ideals, yes. but it's the implementation yep. and actually putting it into action that is hard to find the motivation to do so. So how do you manage to do that? <laughs> That's the trick of it all, right? It's hard, right? Like it's mm-hmm. a lot of blood, sweat and tears go into this when you have a passion project. And I have so many things I want to do in different ways I want to reach out to people. So yeah, not all of them are out yet, right? right? Obviously some of them have to, I have to prioritize what I can do. And do you keep like a little book where you write ideas down or a whiteboard or? Um, I've got, yeah, I've got whiteboards, books, lots of <laughs> files on my laptop. It's kind of everywhere. Okay. Yeah. So it's, you're like there's a lot organized happening in my head, chaos. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. pretty much. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you started Meat Free Athlete and it was basically, what was the goal of that site? To just share your recipes and your workouts and just kind of share your experience, kind of like what yeah. I did with Jacked on the Beanstalk? Yeah, like absolutely, because I started getting a lot of questions from people at Taekwondo and I was also doing jiu-jitsu back at that time and people were like, well, what are you eating? Because I still had a lot of energy. I was outperforming a lot of people energy-wise from way younger than me, you know what oh, I mean? Okay, so, cool. and guys, I mostly train with guys because it's martial arts and there just tends to be more guys in that. And they were just like, what are you eating? And so I wanted to share that. So I wanted to also share that I seen the, the stigma of, well, you know, athletes can't be vegan and things like that. Mm-hmm. It was kind of me just trying to dispel that whole myth and yes. just in my way, from my experience. Because that's all I can really do is speak from my experience, right? Yep, so, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And how did we end up getting to know each other? Yeah, so I was following you because I really love, right off the bat, I love what you're doing and just everything about you because you're just authentic. <laughs> and I'm drawn to that. I like yeah, people but that are that real. But guy's <laughs> authentic. And how often do I talk on the podcast about the thing that makes people like me is because I'm real. It's not mm-hmm. because I... I haven't competed in two, three years now. It's not because of that. They don't care about my workouts or my gross recipes. It's because I'm authentic. And that is the number one thing that helps to connect people in this crazy internet world we now live in, correct? Oh, absolutely, 100%. And I was looking for somebody that could be like a blogger, like a contributor to Meet Free Athlete, and you were just perfect, you know? And so I reached out to you, and thankfully you were down for it, and we've done a lot of great work together. Totally. Yeah, and it's been pretty cool. Yeah, and I can say that I have rocked many a Meet Free Athlete shirt, thanks to Anne-Marie has always (laughs) hooked me up with all of the shirts. Speaking of shirts, you then created Shirt Activism. Another passion project after Meet Free Athlete and how's that going and what is it? Um, That's going actually pretty well like where that was born from was because when I first back in the day I started wearing Meet Free Athlete shirts Mm -hmm. and so some people were like where'd you get that shirt like that's really cool and I was like oh that's just from a website Mm -hmm. and so people were like where can I get it and so I started to sell just Meet Free Athlete apparel like the logo stuff but then I started to just make things that I wanted to wear right with sayings and different kind of quotes and just stuff like that and people were really kind of digging that too Mm -hmm. and what I noticed though was that not all of the apparel that I make is athlete focused yeah and so by being a niche within a niche like vegan and then an athlete mm-hmm. um, people that aren't necessarily in those niches wouldn't be looking for my other shirts right and it would throw them off because they wouldn't think to go to meetfreeathlete.com to find shirts that aren't for right. athletes or whatever right. so just vegan message yeah just shirts. message wear right and I always were calling it shirt activism just myself kind of a term that I think I coined because I'd never seen it anywhere mm-hmm. it's like, like it. back in the day like years right from the beginning I was calling shirt activism and then and finally, when I realized I'm going to divide it and I'm going to make a separate brand for mm-hmm. all of my apparel. And I looked up the domain. 
you know, <laughs> sureactivism.com. And it's there. I'm like, wow, it's actually there. So I got it. And so now that's kind of grown as its own entity. It's obviously very connected with Meet Free Athlete because right. it's the only place you can get official Meet Free Athlete stuff. But you get all kinds of message where that's not just athlete based. And why do you think that we should, as vegans, wear our activism? And that's yeah. a good form of activism through our clothing. It's incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. It sparks so many conversations. Totally. And even if you don't get a conversation spark, someone's going to look at your shirt. And for that moment, there's something sparking there, yeah. right? So even if they don't agree, they're thinking about it. Right? And, it, and they're it's looking a at passive it. form yeah. of non-confrontational yeah. activism. And, yeah. I, and I agree. I think that that is more powerful in a lot of ways mm -hmm. than the people out with the picket signs. You know, Sometimes. I think there's a time and a place for all forms of activism. Mm -hmm. But definitely when I'm wearing meat-free athlete shirts or jacked on the beanstalk yeah. shirts at the gym, yeah. of course people take notice. And then I'm benching heavier than most guys. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what? This chick is a vegan? And how else would they know without that shirt, right? Absolutely. So I love it. Yeah. So cool. So that's going really well. Yeah, and, it's and going really well. And that's in the middle of a revamp. It's up like, it's still up right now, but I'm doing a, a full redesign on it. Cool. So that should be out in the next month. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I'll be able to offer more things like gift cards and different things. So Cool. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to get an affiliate code set up for Absolutely. Jacked on the Beanstalk yeah. listeners to get some gear. For real, guys, go and check it out. Shirtactivism.com. They have a lot of awesome vegan inspired clothing with really cute and awesome messages and maybe we can hook up a discount code on the site for jacked on the beanstalk listeners maybe we can do that now yeah yeah all right we can still do it for the live what do you want what's the code how about let's well how much can they get off 15 percent off perfect there you go guys so how about jacked 15 so okay. shirtactivism.com coupon code jacked j-a-c-k-e-d 15 to save 15 percent off so as an original og in the vegan fitness community like we were saying we've both been in the scene especially in the online world yeah. for several years now what changes have you seen in terms of growth and for veganism and then more specifically vegan fitness and mm -hmm. vegans competing in sport mostly just growth like yeah. there's so many people and there's mm -hmm. so many new accounts coming out and yeah. I think that's amazing yeah it's just totally great. yeah like I think it's the biggest thing is just the growth for yeah sure. it's amazing yeah. yeah I'd be interested to know what the hashtag vegan now gets on social media yeah. probably skyrocket billions so yeah I really want to touch on the fact that you are a fellow entrepreneur are you now doing the meat free athlete shirt activism stuff as a full-time gig or are you still working part-time in other spots or what where you're at with that yeah it's kind of part-time but a little more than part-time yeah but I do some freelance work oh okay on the cool. side yeah it's like marketing yeah stuff. I do digital marketing mostly media right yeah. which which that is a skill yeah. that has obviously helped you a lot in For building sure. the online stuff so yeah. I guess then with the online business what kind of struggles have you faced over the years and any challenges that come to mind in terms of growth of the business? Yeah, I think the main thing is this to understand right from the beginning if you're gonna start a passion project that it is literally that it has to be based on your passion because it takes so much of your time so it's not always gonna be convenient it's gonna make you lose sleep the success doesn't just go straight up there's lots of ups and downs so and just, it takes time to build oh, a following oh absolutely yeah if you're doing it organically and that's one of the things I'm proud about too is everything I've done is organic Organic. Yeah, we've we yeah. have never bought followers. No, no, it's exactly, and that's and I do that for myself too because I want to feel good about what I'm building mm -hmm. and, and the integrity of what I'm doing, right? Exactly. But yes, it's just a matter of always reminding myself to know that hey, there's going to be ups and downs, and so as long as you're very conscious of that and you keep yourself kind of level-headed, you can keep your sanity because it is very hard. Mm -hmm. It's really hard, and it's, it's time consuming. 
consuming. Very time consuming, <laughs> especially you know, especially when you have multiple things on the go and you're just a very yeah. driven kind of entrepreneurial person like you and I are. You always want to do something mm-hmm. and you always have a next thing you want to do. Yep. And there's only so many hours in the day. Yep. And yep. recognizing that it takes so much time to even make enough money to turn it into yeah. a business and just have to believe in it enough to stick it out and Absolutely. know that it's gonna take time first and foremost. Absolutely. For sure. So do you remember a time when you were like, God, why am I doing this? I just want to throw in the towel. Or what about any like hate on social media? Have you ever dealt with any yeah. haters or negative comments? And how have you dealt with that? Yeah, so definitely I have. Mostly so when I started doing YouTube videos, very effective to be on YouTube, I find. However, that's the worst for comments. Oh my goodness. Like yeah. I always refer to YouTube as apes throwing their own shit at each other. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Um, because I just was like, okay, I'm going on, I'm going to do it. I got some good advice from a friend, Emily, you know, Bite Size Vegan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was all... I kept, she's like the ultimate vegan awesome. YouTuber. Yeah, she's great. And so I kept telling it. We were talking a lot back then and I was just like, I want to start a YouTube channel, but I'm waiting for this or I'm waiting for that. Like the time was just never right, but yeah. she's like, no, no, no. You just need to do it now because that's how you will learn. You have to start off really not knowing what you're doing so you can build mm-hmm. from it. I really took that advice. So I started, but you have to be aware that there's going to be a lot of negativity because people are just like that on YouTube. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, why they do that, but it's it's there. So you have to be okay with, you're going to put yourself out there, whether it be YouTube, Instagram, just be prepared to know that there's going to be people that are going to be very negative to you yep. and just be okay with that. Not everybody's going to like you and that's okay. Yep. You don't have to care. But oh yeah, I've had like death threats. I've had death threats. Oh yeah. Like death threats, people with derogatory terms, gay slurs, the whole thing. Just over like an innocent, where I get my B12 from. Absolutely. And same with me. Like it's funny because Emily from Bite Size Vegan interviewed yeah. me yeah. and there was one day where I was like, oh, look at all these comments. And there was one on there. I remember clearly she's on steroids. <laughs> really actually yeah. never touched mm-hmm. that stuff in my life, but thank you, random stranger. Yeah. Thanks for thinking that. Yeah. It's all um, natural. Thank and you. yeah, and there was definitely some comments on there that it's like, yeah. oh, I kind of wish I never clicked on this, <laughs> but oh, that's yeah. just the way it is. When you put yourself out there, you're opening yourself to whatever the rest of the world, yeah. keyboard warriors, if you will, feel the need to say, and what, yeah. whatever, you know, at least yeah. they're talking about you. I'll, I'll delete it though. Oh, do you? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Like, especially if I it's like derogatory <laughs> terms and they're not even bring, if they were bringing up an argument where they want to debate something, now yes. I'll, I'll jump in and we can respectfully debate. But if you're coming into my space, my channel or my platform and just spewing hate or negativity, yeah, bye. Totally, like, yeah. It's my space, right? Because my whole objective for everything is to help people go or stay vegan, yeah. right? So if somebody, let's say, wants to go vegan, they're coming to my page and they're just seeing all this like negativity and I'm not going to fight with this person. I'm not going to turn this into a negative thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving them a place. Right. Speaking of this, I like that we've gone in this direction. I was watching some of your YouTube videos <laughs> and I came across the one about how you dealt with a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> And I know you think like me, like a marketer, you're like, this is a clickbait title right here that anyone is going to be like, oh, a vegan meets a Jehovah's Witness. But what is that all about? True but story, it was, though. You tell the story. Okay. Why, why did you have this interaction? And... It was, yeah, it was just like a funny thing because it happened. And then later on, I was like, I should talk about this on YouTube. Yeah, but I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, like so basically, Jehovah's Witness came to my door. And I'm not a religious person. I have no problem with people being religious if they're not using it to excuse hatred or whatever. Yeah. Things like that. I'm more spiritual, right? But if I can have a conversation with somebody that's religious, that's respectful, then fine, let's do it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I open the door and it's Joe Witness. So I'm like, I'll talk to them as long as we don't get into anything that's going to feel like it's discriminatory to me because as a gay person, I obviously know their views on that and I'm right. not going to start discussing that with them. Because yeah. I've had them come to my door before trying to like talk me out of who I am. It's like, it's okay, bye guys, you came to my house. 
really? Like, yeah. They would actually say, are you a lesbian? Well, because I would say something and then I'd say something like, oh, my wife, da, da, da. And oh. then they were like, oh, and then that's, now all of a sudden they need to help me, <laughs> right? Because right. I'm just going to hell. So, right. but anyways, they seem really friendly. I'm very big on people's energy. Like yeah. I read people's energy mm-hmm. and I didn't feel negative energy for them. Mm-hmm. And so I let them kind of say their piece and respected that they were saying things in a positive way. And then I just countered because there's a lot we can do to end the suffering now and like the responsible for this and that. Mm-hmm. So I started talking to them about the vegan lifestyle and how that really does align with a lot of what they're saying. Yeah. So I'm just trying to kind of bridge that gap for them. And they were really interested. And I don't know if they looked into it further because mm-hmm. I gave them links and different things to check. We had a really good dialogue because that was kind of funny. I was like, okay, you're going to come to my house to talk about <laughs> yeah, religion. your religion. Well, hey, not that veganism is religion, but hey, I have something to tell you too. So right. what happens when you go to a vegan's house. Right? Yeah, no, it was awesome. And I, I love that idea of, yeah. you know, okay, you're going to try to push your religion on me. I'm going to try to push my <laughs> yeah. veganism on you. Yeah. So yeah, go and check out Anne Marie's YouTube video. Just meet, meet free, free athlete. athlete. Yeah, it's meet free athlete across the board on cool. all socials. Yeah. yeah, very easy to follow her and do follow her. She always has a lot of awesome posts on Instagram. And another one of the YouTube video that I looked at was your protein bar review. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I just wanted to say Anne Marie loved the Vega bar the yeah. best. I definitely am a fan of the Cliff Builders bar. Yeah, those which, are good. Yeah, yeah they're really good. I thought it was funny how you were like, they're all pretty dry. Is yeah. that a thing? Are protein bars all dry? Oh my God, yeah. I'm such a newbie with that. Like, cause I don't usually do protein powders or protein bars and stuff like that. Yeah, so let's talk yeah. about your diet actually. Okay. Because if anyone was listening to our how to eat based on your body type podcast, Anne-Marie is definitely an ectomorph, the lucky bitch. She uh, is very lean naturally. And do you feel like your diet has a lot to do with that? Or were you always very lean? The thing is like, I don't know if it's naturally that I'm naturally just lean, but I've been very active since very young. So I've been a competitive athlete since I was nine. And I was a competitive gymnast competing in Ontario, doing all that for many, many years. Cool. And then I played competitive hockey on a travel team and did that and I still play hockey but not competitive anymore because it takes a lot of time right, to travel right. but I love hockey it was my first passion and we're Canadian eh? of Don't course that, typical guys. Canadian right there for you and <laughs> then hockey yeah and so I've been I think my metabolism really got for set sure. up very young even when I was younger and I was doing gymnastics that was like three days a week four hours training I was still in high school on every team and then when I'm at home I'm outside playing street hockey with all my uh, friends right. like I just didn't stop like I'm right. just like the biggest tomboy like I still am <laughs> Like, I still go out on the street and play street hockey by myself with my net. I pull it out of my garage and just play by myself. I don't care. I like that. Yeah, I won't grow out of it. And very little experience with bodybuilding. Oh, bodybuilding, none. Yeah, like, the only time I ever been to a gym is when I try to do some physio for my back. I didn't even really stick to that because it didn't seem to be working. Right. And maybe because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. As an athlete, then, who's not concerned about building muscle. Oh, look at me. I'm just crying. Like, I have your muscles. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not. I can totally beat the shit out of her, guys. Oh yeah, she also she has a black belt in yeah. Taekwondo, let it be known, guys. Yeah. So yeah, never mind. She's so small, totally, but I know how to use my I look yeah. like I could beat the shit out of her, but she can <laughs> totally beat the you shit just out kick of her me. in the face and then it's over. <laughs> no. Oh. Should we YouTube that guys? Yeah, let's check it out. Yeah, so I think a lot of it is the metabolism that I've built up over the years just right. because I've been so active. But also Do I've you never eat had... a lot of processed foods or the fake meats or uh, 
Sometimes, do yeah. Do you worry convenient. about protein? Okay. No, like do I, I, I don't eat. overthink things. I don't track things. But I do, in general, like to have high carb. Just right. like okay. lots of potatoes, rice, beans. And are you a sweet or salty tooth? Both, man. Okay. Especially, especially if I have something sweet, I want something salty. Nuts, fats, bring it all on. Well, that's the thing. So I am more of a lower fat person. Oh, like okay. Low fat, but not no fat. Like I consciously eat fats. Right. Like I will okay. consciously like, oh, I don't think I had enough fats. I like eat like two avocados with this meal or whatever. Like oh, I make man. sure that I'm getting it in. I, I think wish I had that problem. Because <laughs> with me, I don't like to cook with oil. Oh, so okay. I will saute everything with vegetable broth or with water. Oh, and so people are like, oh, you know, like fats in your diet. Just because I didn't use oil in this meal doesn't mean I don't eat fat. There's a difference between someone that's saying no fat and low fat or right. like less fat or where the source is from. I'm just not a big fan of oil as my main source or, or a big source yeah, yeah, yeah. of my fats, right? I'd rather get it where it's not stripped from the nutrients. So right. it's like from the source like nuts or like avocados, things like that. Okay, so, so you do follow a pretty whole food approach? Do I just listen to my body? So here's like a good intuitive question. intuitive eating is right. like very huge. Yeah, which is yeah. awesome. All right, so what about your sources of inspiration and motivation? Like, are there any vegans who have always been an inspiration to you or who used to be? And what about any favorite cookbooks or resources? Since mm. you're an original OG, yeah. do you have any recommendations for people on who to follow? I'm motivated by different things at different times. I'm always motivated by people who are authentic. I can sense it and I really appreciate it. Yeah, I like same. when people are just their true self and not trying to fit a mold. Funny yeah. how we can detect that, right? Yeah, it's yeah. so easy yeah. online. People think that they're pulling the wool over our eyes, but yeah. no, people no, can sense authenticity. Yeah. And just, and that's the thing, like just be yourself because people will go vegan for different reasons or they'll be drawn to you for different reasons. So what motivates me won't necessarily motivate the next person. And that's why we all need to be ourselves mm -hmm. because vegans aren't just one way. So we're not going to attract people to veganism if we all try to act and speak one way. We have to just be ourselves because you're going to show the diversity in the community by being ourselves. Yeah, totally. And, and, and I really dig and that. And there's a time and place for everyone. And yeah. I always say, you know, when all my clients, I want to become a famous fitness person. And I'm like, well, yeah. just find your own niche. Like for what sure. makes you different from everybody else? And, yeah. you know, some will be like, well, nothing makes me different. Well, that's your first error yeah. right there. Yeah, right? thinking, yeah, not seeing what's special about yourself and just to be yourself. Once you get out there, like maybe you don't know offhand, okay, well, what I am or like how to define yourself. doesn't matter. Just get started. Yeah, exactly. Because as soon as you get just started, post. you'll start to figure out who you are and like your voice that you have. Totally. Right? And then you can kind of grow into that. So any favorite cookbooks or books? Any recommendations um, for new vegans? You know what? I just love veganizing classic stuff. Okay. So like that's kind of one of my things I always tell new vegans. Don't worry. You don't have to all of a sudden flip your whole world upside down. People are very attached to the way they eat. We're creatures of habit. Mm -hmm. So they have their meals that they enjoy. So I just tell them whatever you love, whatever you enjoy, first step, just try to veganize it. Start yeah. learning how to veganize your favorite meals. Totally. Like that's how I am. Like I literally eat the same way I used to, but just vegan. Mm -hmm. There's no difference. And with the internet, you can do a Google search of vegan whatever, <laughs> yeah. vegan pizza. The availability of products mm -hmm. and substitutes nowadays, it, there's absolutely nothing you cannot find. And exactly. It's very cool to see. Yeah. All right. And I remember one time seeing a quote and an interview that you did, and it was, there's a reason you take your kids to pick apples, but don't take them to a slaughterhouse. I thought that was very powerful and so true. Yet so many people are going plant-based these days because of health reasons, or they're doing it because they're hoping to lose weight. Yeah. And I know I see this all the time yeah. with the clients that I get. And my opinion is that, hey, any reason to go vegan is fine with me. Yeah. And usually a lot of these people who go vegan for aesthetic or health reasons end up recognizing the ethics part to 
to this as well. What are your thoughts on this whole plant-based for weight loss movement? Okay, so I have a kind of a two-part answer on that. The first part is like if somebody is, let's say, plant-based, right? They're not ethical reasons. The way I see it at first, good, because at least that's less suffering. Like the animals, at the end of the day, the animals don't care what our intentions are as long as we're not exploiting them and using them for whatever purpose. My only concern, so I'm fine, obviously, if you want to say you're plant-based, fine, Mm because in the end, it's not about me, it's about the animals. But I get a little weary of the whole diet thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's because it's not a diet, it's just a little more of a yeah. thing, right? And and diets in general, like vegan or not, don't um, it doesn't, you don't stick, right? Yeah. Like people do diets, oh, I'm going to try this diet, or the, and they take it very lighthearted or whatever, and people just don't stick to diet. It just doesn't stick. And so then... Yeah, I write yeah. diet plans, yeah, so I'm then, saying the same thing. Yeah, so I just feel like there has to be a little bit more of a deeper motivation for it to stick. Yeah. And so that's where I'm not a fan of it being so much for a diet, but I mean, if that gets the foot in the door, and then they start to really feel the benefits, or maybe they start to get into the vegan community and then they start to really see the lifestyle of it the full Mm -hmm. circle great good for them and what about you I know on this podcast we often talk about body image and how so many of us are struggling with the Instagram fitness models and and Instagram models making us all feel like fat hideous (laughs) pigs have you ever struggled with body image stuff and do you ever get discouraged when you're scrolling through your feed you know what it might sound like BS but not really and I know the source of why I remember vividly when I was younger early teenage years probably our most impressionable years when you start to come into womanhood you yeah. start, my biggest role models at the time okay were like salt and pepper TLC oh, okay, um, Queen cool. Latifah Debrat all these very strong fierce women who wore baggy clothes right okay. and it was baggy clothes hat back and they were just like strong it was Badass. empowerment it was like 90s yeah. women empowerment yeah if you don't know check out 90s women's hip-hop okay totally that really influenced me because like I said I'm a huge tomboy and so all my friends were guys so I was playing hockey with them every day and I literally maybe had like a couple of female friends okay. and it started to get that age where okay the girls started going off and kind of wanting to wear makeup and kind of do themselves up a little bit and talking about boys and I was one of those people that I'm a really late bloomer I didn't realize I was gay yet so okay I was I, gonna ask yeah, yeah I didn't even realize I was gay yet I'm very late bloomer but me the thing, too I yeah. didn't get my period till I was 17 me later too because of gymnastics took me forever oh, right. yeah and so to be honest I didn't have crushes on girls either like I was just completely all about just hanging out with my friends playing hockey like well, I swear to you, God like were uh, gymnastics late bloomer you yeah. probably had no sex hormones <laughs> because you were just over I was like pure muscle and, yeah. I was like this little like powerhouse muscle and then like when I stopped gymnastics within one year hits hits oh. everything boom 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 <laughs> like I went through puberty like so quick yeah also my body was like okay yeah, time. me too me yeah too. like it just all happened all really quick so I just remember thinking okay well I don't really want to do what the girls are doing right now and I'm gonna hang with the guys and then I kind of remember thinking girls putting on makeup I'm like well the guys aren't wearing makeup why should I wear makeup and then oh the girls are worrying about their weight like why should I wear about my weight the guys don't care like because I'm hanging out with all guys like literally right and I'm such a tomboy so this is my mentality and so from very young I just had that very no and then like I got that strong female pop role that I fiercely looked up to and did you ever reach a point where you were like yeah I have an interest in makeup no yeah as you look at me with like no damn makeup and like torn (laughs) jeans I'm like sitting here like um no she's a natural beauty guys well that's the thing honestly if people like makeup hey the more power to you I have no problem with it at all I just know it's not for me mm-hmm. and it's just one of those ways that it helped me kind of figure out my identity and that's where I think I get the stubbornness so I don't compare myself to other women the only thing would be weird is like I was, I'm a tomboy and going through puberty so 
quick. That was weird. So for my body, that was the one time for a year. So I was very awkward in my body. So then, and I know this is a juicy topic because I've had several podcast mm-hmm. listeners ask me to do an episode about my dating life. So can mm-hmm. I ask you about at what age did you discover that you were gay and yeah. was that hard for you? And did you beat yourself up over that? Yeah. So, okay. No, that's a funny story. So it took me forever. Like I said, like labor, complete idiot. How oh, I did not know this, but like I wasn't having crushes on girls either. Right. So it's just like the weirdest thing. Anyway, so I'm in university, obviously. Like, this is where it happens, right? Like, <laughs> everybody, right? So I have an experience with a girl. She kisses me. Some things go down. And I'm like, duh. Oh, my God. Obviously, I'm gay. And then I'm like, oh, this is why all my, like, female friends are also head over heels over these guys. Because right. this is what it feels like oh. when you are like, wow. And it literally clicked for me in that moment. And I was actually happy. I remember yeah. thinking, okay, this makes sense. I just, cool. it's a weird thing for me. I'm like that nerd. I call my friend. I'm happy about it. So I'm like, yeah. hey, guess what? Like, I just realized huh. I actually lost a lot of friends. Wow. And yeah, a lot of friends were like not cool with it. And, and I was about- calling them all innocently, all happy, thinking, oh, I just like figured myself out here. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize I just thought I was such a late bloomer and kind of wondering why I didn't really care. And then I didn't care why. It's like yeah. the weirdest thing. I'm like, oh, well, I'm and it probably showed you who your true friends were. Oh, absolutely. Time. And how did your family respond? <laughs> that was a little bit of a mixed bag. I have a very mixed family. It's like my mom's Lebanese, my dad's Sicilian. Oh, really? Yeah. You're part Lebanese? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So they both come from very traditional backgrounds. It was a little rough for my mom at first, but she's come full circle where she's just the best. She loves my good. wife. It's the best relationship. It's oh, so good. good. It's so good. good. I couldn't ask for anything more. My dad, that's the one I was worried. I'm like, so nervous. And he had the funniest response. He's just like, okay. He's just out there real quiet. And he's okay. So are you Madonna gay or Ellen gay? Ellen gay, right? Because I think he <laughs> meant like Madonna seems like she's on both sides yeah, of it and yeah. then Ellen's That's full hilarious. out, right? So it. I'm just like, uh, Ellen. And he's like, okay. And he didn't expect whatever. He goes, but I love you. And were you nervous to tell your parents? A little bit, yeah. Okay. It was just weird because I figured it out at school. So when I was coming home for one of my school breaks, because I wanted to tell them in person. Right. And then, then I realized how people get so nervous. Oh, well, but... and you've been with your wife, Linda, who's yeah. awesome, by yeah. the way, <laughs> for how long now? Um, we just had... A couple months ago our 15 year anniversary of being married oh uh, no 15 years together because oh, it wasn't okay. legal when we first got together oh right so we couldn't yeah. get married for like many years right but you've been so. together that long wow yeah. that's awesome yeah that's cool maybe i should become gay because <laughs> i have really horrible luck with men okay see that's the thing first of all you can't just become it second of all you think women are any easier yeah true, you're gonna put true. two women together and you think it's easier <laughs> you got two periods you got two true. Period, everything um all right so we'll wrap this interview up I, I like the direction this has gone in any supplements I don't actually but I have no problem with people taking supplements okay. E12 no even? well because I drink fortified milks okay. so I make sure that I have a lot of the nutritional yeast and things like that so right. I am okay. conscious to make sure that I'm eating those things that are supplemented but I always tell people listen if you know you're not going to eat the foods that are supplemented with these things then take vitamins there's nothing wrong with taking supplements and things like that it's not like I get a gold star vegan rating because I don't take supplements right, right, like right. there's no award here. I think I should get There's a gold no... star rating for the amount of supplements that I take. <laughs> that you ingest daily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright, no, no. I yeah. love it. And what about any go-to vegan food staples that are forever in your fridge and or pantry? Absolutely. Always a big bag of potatoes. Oh, love potatoes. Um, you are tons carb- of beans. carbaholic. I think eh? I, yeah, I love them. Okay. I perform best with these things too. Quinoa, rice, brown rice, and beans. Like those are my main thing. And then tons of veggies. Like I'm a veggie person. Yeah. Yeah, if you okay. can take fruit away from me, I'd be okay. Me but too. I need my veggies. Yeah, agreed. So and, I you, and it's crazy you just feel so much better so good with veggies. when you have veggies a good amount every day. So what's so. your favorite vegetable if you could only live
live off one. Oh, that's so tough. Because they always fluctuate and changes. So like, yeah. I love Chinese broccoli right now. Oh, so good. Bok choy? Bok choy is good too. Oh, okay. But definitely Chinese broccoli is on top for me right now. I love peas and broccoli and green beans. The okay, long green so you green stick beans. to the greens? Yeah. But I usually will get just frozen bags. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If there's fresh stuff that's on sale, I'll grab it. I get what's cheapest and that's why I like to get the frozen as well because it's cheap. Yeah. And it's like flash frozen. So yeah. it's the nutrition's yeah. there. There's yeah, nothing totally. wrong with it. And you can get such a variety. Just throw it on your freezer. And then what do you do with the frozen bags of veggies? Um, I usually will like steam them up or I'll cook them in some sort of sauce with the tofu or tempeh or whatever that I'm making. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe you could share your favorite recipe. In terms of like what I really like to make is lasagna. With real noodles? Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, we're not Why, talking no? zucchini. No, no. Like I'm Italian. <laughs> Sicilian, man. Yeah, Italian, okay. right? Okay. I'm making a real lasagna. My top most recent post on Me Free Athlete right now is my lasagna recipe. Oh, okay. Cool. But, yeah, my whole family loves it. Vegan or not, they all love it. Famous Sicilian recipe. Yes. All right, cool. So she's a carbaholic <laughs> and I'm jealous. <laughs> and finally, how can everybody follow you on social media? It's yeah. Meat Free Athlete. Yeah. You're definitely active on Instagram, YouTube, YouTube Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm Meat Free Athlete wherever. So yeah. give her a follow. She's an original OG, always posting cool, fun, useful, helpful stuff. Thank you so much, AMC. Thanks for having me, man. This yeah, fun. that was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview and you'll go check out meatfreeathlete.com and shirtactivism.com. Yeah, I gotta admit, Sarah, it feels pretty damn good to be back to a less crazy schedule now that these expos are out of the way and not stressing about writing presentations or making granola at midnight. Yeah, I was going to say I never want to scoop granola ever again. <laughs> I will admit, though, I've been eating a shit ton of it, perhaps because my apartment is now a granola warehouse. <laughs> but despite the pain in the ass production, I am pretty damn excited about this savory granola. And I hope everyone listening goes onto the website at jackedonthebeanstalk.com and orders a bag because it is basically a healthy chip substitute for all of your crunchy, savory, salty snack lovers out there. Actually, Sarah, you were slanging that shit all weekend and you said the pitch many times yourself. So how about you pitch the podcast listeners on it? So what we've got here is a savory vegetable granola. Sam developed it for her clients who were struggling with salty cravings. It's a healthy alternative to chips and crackers. <laughs> You can eat it as a snack right out of the bag, or it's great as a topper as well. I love to put it on salads or soups. It's also nice mixed in with some rice or a tofu scramble. Mm -mm. Some people like it as a savory oatmeal or with coconut yogurt. <laughs> oh, yes, it's nice, right? You've got that red pepper in there and lemon roasted almonds. Very flavorful. And let's not forget all that freeze-dried kale and parsley. No shame or guilt necessary, friends, when you're eating the whole damn bag in one sitting. And that's been my favorite way to eat it, just straight out of the bag whenever I'm craving a nice little snack. How many bags do you think we sold right there? Oh, hundreds. Yeah, for sure. Actually, my kids asked me what I did at Ottawa Veg Fest, mm. and I said, imagine the hottest room in the world. <laughs> where for six hours I scooped granola and said the same thing over and over <laughs> and over again. That was Veg Fest. And what did they say about that? My son's eyes just bugged out and my daughter said, that doesn't sound fun, mom. <laughs>
And I said, that's why mommy came home with four turtles oat bars from Sweet Cheeks Bakery. (laughs) And that's why Aunt Sam inhaled an entire log of nut cheese immediately (laughs) after VegFest. Did you eat your nut cheese yet, Sarah? Well, on Saturday, people thought I was an athlete. (laughs) But if they had seen me on Monday, I'm pretty sure they would have felt a little differently. Mm -hmm. Let's just say my Jacked on the Beanstalk t-shirt was a little tighter. So I guess that means yes. Well, you ate the shit out of that faux cheese log, as did I. That would be correct. All right, well, I think it's time we read our review of the week. So Sarah, please read Jessica from Chicago's iTunes review of the week. I am so happy Sam and Sarah bring this fun way of looking at being vegan and all around happy and healthy to a podcast form. We're happy and healthy? Well, I am, after all. I am an athlete. I had been previously reading the Jacked on the Beanstalk blog after starting lifting as a vegetarian and was so excited when I found her work in podcast form. This show brings something a little extra to the table by having Sarah along for the ride. Oh, there you go. I love her realistic perspective and their relationship reminds me uh, of me and my sister. Thank you guys for all you do for the health arena and for promoting sustainable ways and reasons to be vegan at the same time. Aw, I actually really love that review. Yes, that was very sweet. Very nice. It is cool how often our listeners say we remind them of their relationship with their own sister. Yeah, it's true. Actually, this weekend we saw one of our original podcast supporters. She came to VegFest last year and again this year to visit us, and both her and her sister listened to our podcast. Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about and I have no idea what their names are (laughs) but they were at my talk this year as well. I know I was just thinking that they've been with us since the beginning but we don't actually know their names. Yeah but shout out to the two Ottawa Valley sisters who have been huge supporters. All right Sarah what song will we be singing to conclude this week's episode? I don't even know what the episode is about. How am I supposed to pick a song when I have no idea what the theme is? (laughs) Yeah I guess I should mention that Sarah was not present for the interview. Yeah, in case anyone thought I was silently sitting in the background the whole time. (laughs) Even I don't have that much self-control. Yeah, I basically just forced Sarah to come over to my apartment and record these intros and outros, even though she has not actually listened to the interview. So are you saying that you do not have a song planned for this week? Why can't you ever pick a song? If you want to do interviews, then you should be responsible for the song too. I have other more important responsibilities. You do little to nothing for this podcast, so that was one of the things you were told you had to contribute. Yeah, I was told I had to contribute. (laughs) Well, do you feel like singing Lionel Richie's Say You, Say Me? Because for some reason, it's in my head. And it's an awesome song. (laughs) Sure, why not? Let's do it. Say you, say me. Say it for always. Oh, that's the way it should be. Say you, say me, say it together naturally. I had a dream, I had an awesome dream. People in the park, playing games in the dark. 
And what they played was a masquerade. And from behind the walls of doubt, a voice was crying out. <laughs> say you, say me, say it for always. That's, That's the, the way, way it should be. <laughs> say you, say me. Say it together, naturally. Say it together, naturally. Just <laughs> beautiful. If only you guys could see our yeah. hand gestures. We were, we You'd were think really we were Mariah Carey, like. <laughs> <laughs> that is it for this week guys i hope you enjoyed it and if you are loving these episodes and our songs please support us by being a patreon supporter you can donate as little as five dollars a month but get all kinds of cool free shit from us so go check out patreon.com slash jacked on the beanstalk for more info and with that we will see you next week sharky sisters ow